Welcome to the Chemistry Factor Podcast, dedicated to help you consciously inspire your actions in business, no matter what circumstances you're facing, transforming your stress into empowering success. I'm Coach Barney, founder of the Chemistry Factor. For over 25 years, I've worked with hundreds of successful business leaders who have all experienced how poor working relationships and unexpected business setbacks cause the anxiety and stress that weakens your productivity, innovation, and leadership skills. You do not choose to be stressed. It is a reaction, not a decision, that drains your energy, making work hard and less fulfilling. Together, we will discover how to empower your attitude to achieve the greater success and satisfaction you've always wanted in your business, career, and life. Hello, my friends. I hope you're enjoying the day. Welcome to the Chemistry Factor podcast. Today, we'll be discussing how a company's number one asset is their talent. The most important factor in a successful business is the strength of relationships within a company. And the hiring of talent is the gateway to an agency's success. Yet, too often, we see poor chemistry fit hires that cause the stress, which weakens productivity, innovation, and leadership skills. Today, we're gonna speak with someone on the front lines of the talent crunch companies are experiencing because of the pandemic. It is my honor to introduce to you today my guest, Chris Cahill. As a Fordham University graduate in philosophy, Chris started his career recruiting students for Fordham's undergraduate admissions office. After two years, he pivoted into the corporate world. He is a leader in human resources and talent acquisition with nearly 20 years experience working with predominant professional pharmaceutical advertising and medical communications agencies. Chris's skill in human relations with a keen sense of judging character and the ability to authentically connect with most anyone creating powerful, lifelong relationships. Currently, Chris is the Director of Talent Acquisition at Evoke Group. He loves the win-win-win nature of recruiting. Win in helping a hiring manager and team fill a position that is open. Win in helping to match a candidate who is looking for a new opportunity and home. And win the gratification of being in the middle of this successful process. As an expert in relationship building, Chris has a natural ability to mentor talent at all levels and support them through the challenges they face at work while also celebrating their successes. His strength in applying his emotional intelligence at work and life is well appreciated by the chemistry factor. Welcome to the show, Chris. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Barney. Pleasure to be here. You, sir, are in the heat of the moment. Finding the right talent has always been difficult in professional pharmaceutical advertising. Now, in this market, with retention difficulties and talent shortage, how challenging do you see it for agencies? Well, I think what we're seeing right now is unprecedented, and it's incredibly challenging because there are so many people that are self-selecting out of work. 
I'm sure you've read some of the same articles that I've read recently where people are just quitting their jobs in large part, I think, due to companies starting to demand that people come back to work in a physical office, et cetera. So to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm a little surprised, uh, especially in our industry. I was assuming that most companies, like the company I'm working for now, were going to adjust and not try to go back to what was quote unquote normal before the pandemic. And you know, now that people have had this opportunity to work remotely, the extra time at home, the extra time with loved ones, the extra productivity, frankly, you know, I'm not surprised that if people are being told you have to come into an office five days a week, they're not willing to do so. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm listening to a lot of agencies who are talking about a hybrid, at least one day and often two days with three days in the office. And, and some people might not accept that, to be honest with you. What keeps you up at night when it comes to finding talent? You know, I think it's um, really just a question. I've always said this. It's a question of perseverance. So what keeps me up at night is the idea or the possibility that literally no one responds to my outreach when I reach out to prospective candidates or that no one applies to the positions that we have posted online. How does that I'm make grateful. you feel? <laughs> well, Thank goodness that that hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> um, I, was, I was going to say, I'm grateful to be working at an agency that has a really good reputation. So that's step one. I think people you know, are curious about Evoke because they've heard good things. So at the risk of jinxing things, yeah. I will say, you know, I have had enough qualified, quote unquote, on target candidates applying. What are the good things they hear? Honestly, it's cliche in our industry to talk about agency culture, but after all the years I've been in professional pharma <laughs> advertising and communications, I can say that this is one of the few places that actually can back up, you know, talk of a great culture and very nice people, authentic people, people that seem to leave their egos at the door. People are treated really kindly and with respect. And um, it goes a long way. And I've heard, you know, more and more people agree that that is their reality working for Evoke. So it's just been a pleasant experience. Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think that I, I fit in well here because of that. Let me ask you, how does a long open position affect the morale of an agency? A long open position affects the morale in, in a lot of ways. There's definitely a domino effect. You know, an open position, assuming it's a billable position, will affect revenue. But perhaps more importantly, in some ways, if people are working on a team that is understaffed, they start to feel that pressure of having to pick up the slack for the person or people who are not, you know, on the team or the unfilled positions. Uh, and that takes its toll. All of a sudden, people are putting in extra hours and uh, feeling like there's no work-life balance. How do you keep them engaged? Because I know you're good at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, Barney. It, it, doing what I do for a living, I, I'm not necessarily the person that people come to. But <laughs> I'm happy to say, once again, I'm working for an agency that takes measures to make sure that people aren't feeling like they're stretched too thin. You know, you've done in, it before, though. I, I remember some of the agencies you've worked with where people would come to Chris first because they trusted you. Sure. 
you know what? And, and thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> but um, I will say that that, you know, was probably more a product pre-pandemic of when I was in an office setting. And yeah, yeah. The, the, skills don't, the skills don't just disappear. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I would say I'm still newer to Evoke. I've been with Evoke for under a year. So I'm sure that the more I'm here and the more people get to know me, even if it's virtually, they'll feel comfortable reaching out. But yes, I mean, I've always told people I have an open door. Uh, if people come to me stressed, I'll listen, sometimes employ my sense of humor to try to give them something to smile about. And to just kind of understand that it's whatever they're feeling is not the end of the world. And, and to assure them that, like you said earlier in my introduction, I'm on the front lines of trying to help the situation in terms of filling up open positions and whatnot. How challenging is it for you to find not just the talent, but the right chemistry fit? It's always challenging, but I guess I've always just employed a lot of trust and faith that if people let their guards down when interviews are happening and if managers are authentic with candidates and vice versa, that they're going to know by the end of the interview process, whether that's a meeting or two meetings or whatever, whether or not the chemistry fit is there. And I wish I had a scientific formula to explain it, I don't, but I like to think that the way I prepare candidates and the way I also prepare the hiring managers, there are no surprises. They sort of know what to expect at the point that they're going to meet each other. That's great. And I have to say, I wish I had hard data to, to back this up, but I know that all the places where I've worked, I've had a, a pretty successful rate of placing candidates with teams, and then they stay with those teams for a significant amount of time. Well, if you're talking to the chemistry factor, it's going to be that they have values in common that authentically connect them. And the reason it's hard is because a lot of times people have a hard time articulating their values. So if you can't articulate them, too often it becomes a gut feel, which could be really good, but it's not being as definitive. So just throwing in the chemistry factor philosophy. Um, sure. You love the win, win, win scenario, which I, I love too. I mean, that, you know, a beautiful mind. <laughs> Do you remember the movie? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Give me a peak moment story of a successful hire. One, you don't have to name names. You don't have to say where you were. I don't, I don't none of that matters as long as you're feeling it within yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm fortunate to say I've had a lot of those scenarios. Uh, I'm thinking of a more recent one where, you know, I posted a position. It's in our industry, a position that's never easy to fill, so to speak, and uh, looking for somebody with certain credentials, certain experience. Is oncology still a tough one to find? <laughs> oncology, yes and no. I mean, there are more people out there now that specialize oh. in oncology than there were 10 years ago, for sure. Okay. Um, so, tell but, me uh, so in this case, I wasn't really seeing what I referred to before as quote unquote on target candidates who were responding to the posting. So obviously doing what we recruiters do, I started reaching out to some folks, you know, primarily via LinkedIn. And um, I got a response from somebody. I was sort of able to establish a connection because we overlapped at an agency a few years back. I wasn't sure if the candidate remembered me or not, but it was, it was sort of a, a way to 
stimulate the conversation. And we had an exploratory chat. Uh, the candidate explained to me that the timing wasn't quite right, you know, but she liked everything I had to say about Evoke and the opportunity and everything. So I reported back to the hiring manager and said, hey, I had a great conversation with somebody, but timing might be an issue. And without boring you with all the details of the story, basically the hiring manager said, you know what, we can get through the next few months with some freelance support. You know, he checked out the person on LinkedIn and said, yes, they definitely look like a perfect fit. If, you know, we think that they're going to be ready in a few months, then let's keep looking, but we'll, we'll keep that person sort of on the quote unquote back burner. Uh, and that's exactly how it played out. I checked back in. I didn't want to be overbearing, something that some recruiters uh, have a challenge with. And, um, you know, so I wasn't checking in daily or weekly. I gave it some time. I checked in. I said, are you any closer to, to being ready to make a move? And when the timing was right, which was indeed a couple of months after our initial conversation, the candidate was brought through the process. The team loved her. She performed really well on sort of the, the, the presentation step of the interview process. And she seemed thrilled to, to join the team. So um, that was just a recent story that all the stars were lined up. <laughs> so close your eyes for a second. Yeah. I want you to imagine that win, okay? You know, what are you feeling when you feel that win? I mean, how are you breathing right now? Uh, are your ch is your chest out? Are your shoulders high? You know, what's going on? Are you relaxed? What are you feeling when you really embrace that? I feel calm. And I feel proud <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. Um, I feel confident in my ability to help things unfold the way they did. I know I'm not the only part of the puzzle or piece in the equation, but I know that I'm an important piece. Yeah. I, I'm thinking more of how you're breathing right now. Thinking about that moment, not about the answer. I don't want, I don't care about your answer. I want to know what your body's feeling like. <laughs> Relief and relaxation. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to imagine, you can open your eyes now. I, I want you to imagine you're back at night thinking about how are you going to find these people? And suddenly you go to that moment where this just was perfect. The value of confidence, bringing you to the, the place of calm. You think you'll sleep better? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what we do. Unfortunately, what I've found is in, in this world, circumstances too often dictate how we react. You know, you talk about the recruiters that it's all about making the placement and how they get unpatient and they push too hard because they're thinking about the destination and not enjoying the journey. So, yeah, you definitely are a journey kind of guy. Well. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you know, again, I, I don't think I'm revealing trade secret, secrets or anything. If, if I can say something during this podcast that'll help others in recruiting to be successful, I'm happy to share the perspective. But I've often said to candidates, I want you to make a well-informed decision. This is not about us pressuring you to accept something. This is equally on you to take a look at things and say, is this the right opportunity? Is this the right place for me? This is not just for recruiters. This is for everybody in the process, not just the candidates, but the people who, as I said earlier, need to be kept engaged because they're understaffed. And right. then suddenly they're like, okay, let's bring them in. We need somebody. And that's often how bad hires happen. 
is that they feel the pressure and they want to alleviate it only later to find out it's worse because we made the wrong choice. Now, I'm not saying that's happening at Evoke, but yeah, if we want to talk about general terms, and I'm talking about from a CEO down, okay, from sure. all levels, not just professional pharma and not just, not just advertising and any, it's everything. And then sure. you can apply it to an RFP too. <laughs> you yep. know, imagine you're going in with that confidence that you felt win, win, win. And you're not thinking about the destination. You're just being in the journey with confidence. Right. So it, it works with everything. But we're going with you because that's your expertise. And yes, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm listening to what you're saying. It's like I'm shaking my head with everything you say. Because, yeah, I, I know a little about recruiting myself. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, what questions do you have of me? I haven't, haven't given you an opportunity. Well, I'd be interested to hear your take on the, the current landscape. All we're hearing about is, you know, it's a candidate's market and there aren't enough people out there to fill the jobs that are open. How do you think this resolves itself? You know, you've been around long enough and I have been around long enough to remember the dot-com bubble and everything else that goes with it. Right now, you know, virtual seems to be something that people are accepting. And depending on the position, it's easier. And then on other positions, it's not. Okay. It really is about who you're connecting to. If you're connecting to a company you believe in, then it's a lot easier for you to draw interest in candidates that are not actively looking. And that's kind of what I do when it comes to recruiting is, yeah. look, it's an adventure. It's what I call a field trip. Go find out about somebody in the, in the business that you know nothing about. You know, the worst that happens is you walk away and thank them for the cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> and that's the end of it. And sometimes you'll discover things that you really appreciate. You might not get hired or you might not hire that person, but you may want to stay connected to them. And yeah. to me, that's what my win-win is building relationships and once built, nurturing them because you never know where that's going to show up later in your life. Right. Yeah. It applies not just to business, but it applies to life as well. And how often I speak to people, I just spoke to someone who looks like it's going to be a potential new, new piece of business for a director level position. And I'm listening about how this person, unfortunately, has not been nurturing her network. And I said, I put a challenge out. I said, why don't you go out and make a commitment every day? You're going to reach out to two people, just two, every day to say hi or happy birthday or whatever it may be to reconnect. Because if you do that every day, five days a week, not seven, five, that's 10 people a week. Multiply that by 52. Oh, my goodness. Or multiply it by 50 or 48. You're close to 100. You know? Yeah. 500, excuse me, my math is bad. <laughs> but you get my point. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of time. Maybe right. 10 minutes of your time on a daily basis. And if you want to catch up with it another time, then you book it in your calendar. Right. I mean, that's really what it's about is relationships. Yeah. And when we learn to authentically connect with each other, and to me, authentic connection is if you have values in common with someone, a value such as confidence, and you like their confidence, there's a connection right there. I call that authentic connection. Mm -hmm. okay? 
And the more you understand the people you work with, the more authentic connections you can have, because we're very good at knowing what values we don't have in common. <laughs> and that's right. what causes the disease of wrongness, I call it, which, you know, it's like the bad apple in the barrel that starts making the other barrel, the apples in the barrel bad as well. So right. that's kind of where I'm coming from. But no, yeah, it's a great question. So this has been fun. I don't know how long we've been on. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, you and I, we could talk forever. I simply would want to say this is, you know, I've known you for over 20 years and I've always had a great deal of respect for the way you treat people. You're very warm hearted. You know, you may not realize it, but you do come away with a, a jolly kind of laughter, which which I'm very attracted to. I mean, oh, that's great. I like that jolly laughter. And you're a people person. And oh, God, we're not supposed to say that, are we? But <laughs> you love people. I mean, I, I really get the sense you care. And you'd be the first one to say this isn't right for you, as it would be to say, I think this is something you should explore. Absolutely. Well, the feeling is completely mutual. It's always brightened my day whenever you and I have had the chance to catch up. And um, always great to connect with people who, you know, have similar values. And, and it's always, always been a pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the Chemistry Factor podcast. I want to wish you and your family, and I know you're such a family guy, the love of your family you bring to work, which, you know, I think is what makes you so amazing. And I look forward to speaking to you again in the near future. Sounds good, Barney. Thanks again for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and recommend The Chemistry Factor to your friends. If you would like to connect with me on social media, reach out to Barney Feinberg on LinkedIn. To connect with me directly, email barney at thechemistryfactor.com. Until next time, empower your business success every day.